You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's time that I become one of those cool guys. You know, they wear tank tops, they hang out. Like, maybe, maybe I should try to, like, reach out. Normally, I'm a stick-to-myself kind of guy. Like, I don't like talking to anybody. Are you? you? Because I've never seen you in this scenario, so I don't really know exactly what you'd be like. Well, it's the same thing when I'm walking around in in the gym. I mean, I'm wondering if maybe I need to start being like, hey, how's your workout going? Be one of those guys? There's nothing more irritating than gym people who take themselves too seriously. I don't want to take myself seriously. I just want to reach out to people. We'll we'll have to discuss Mm -hmm. this. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff to get to today. We've got a special guest I'm going to tell you about here in just a minute. I do want to remind everybody of how wonderful it is to shop online by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link, Oh my Sarah. goodness, it's, it's just a wonderful thing to One do. of the most soothing things you can do with your day, you're having a rough day, what you want to do is right now open up a browser, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on that Amazon link, and buy some happiness. We do have a special guest who's going to be joining us here in just a little bit, and that is Stephanie Strickland. Stephanie is uh, very media famous here in Portland. If you have been mm-hmm. in Portland for any amount of time, you know who Stephanie Strickland is. She was on KGW, uh, Channel 8, and she's done a ton of other things, including if you followed my uh, adventures with digital trends Those down were at adventures. CES. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, down at CES for 2017. Um, she was also broadcasting down there, so you probably saw her there, and uh, she is fantastic, and she's going to be joining us here in just a little bit. On and this Fun is the first time we've had her on the show. It is, yeah. yeah which is pretty the first awesome. time we've had. And she's got a ton of stories. I'm going to see what we can get her to talk about on on air because I've heard some off air that are that are amazing, but I don't know what she can say. So I'm sure it's going to be a good time though. Okay. Whatever it is. Yeah. All right. Well, then that's going to be up to you, Greg, to pry them out. I will try to do that. I've not heard these compelling off air stories, and I want to hear them. Oh yes, no, she's amazing. So <laughs> Stephanie cool. Strickland going to be joining us here in just a little bit. All right. But what I was talking about at the very beginning of the show is this. So. You know, a couple of years ago, if you're a long-time listener, you know, we were going to the gym a lot, and we were doing all that, and I'm trying to get back into shape, you know? It's true. We didn't have a... We had a membership for a while there for, for a couple of years when we were working for the Portland Trailblazers. Indeed. And uh, so we had our membership, and so Greg and I would actually go to the gym quite a bit, and then that was, what, like three years ago, and then we yeah. kind of just... Stop interest. doing that. Well, no, I mean, I just I decided I would do it on my own, and then uh, and then I I won't do that. I just I have no motivation. So, so now I've joined a gym again. We we both did, and here's the thing though. This time around, I figure I want to like really get into shape. Like I don't want to become like a muscle man guy because I don't think that would really work mm-hmm. for me. Although that's a that's a possibility. I figure I can go two routes. I could totally like beef up. You will not be. I can't see you as a roidy type. But I mean, I'm not roidy, but I mean, I, I what if see, I like just actually, totally that's beefed a lie. up? I can't see you beefed up. I can totally see you addicted to steroids. Wait, addicted to steroids? <laughs> yes. I can see you like, they're like, oh, there's a shortcut. Oh, I can get like all, I can get all beefy by uh, taking some roids. I can maybe No, see I'm that. not going to take this short guy. I don't know if I want to become that guy, like, you know, just completely ripped. Although that's something I've never been. So maybe, maybe you that would be. You would be terrifying. If I was, if You'd I started. you like this little, like muscly man. Uh-uh. I know I would never do roids because I hate needles. So that would never happen. 
unless there's another way. But I mean, edible what if I decided, you point. know, just become one of those guys that's just, like super buff and like super ripped? How weird would that be? That would be And I started wearing weird. like tight jeans and things like that. Like if I could become that, maybe. So that's one way I could go with it. Or I could just go to get back in shape because I uh, have drank too much beer. So that's probably more the route I'm going. But now that I'm down at the gym, like I want to encourage myself to go down there more and like motivate myself. So I'm thinking, what's going to motivate me more, you know, to go down there? And I see these groups of people that are down there that clearly go all the time, and now they become friends, and there's a, like this whole Wait, like, so you're going to, are you going to exercise, or are you going to make friends? No, I want to exercise, but I think that, you know, if there's other people down there that I know, maybe that'll help encourage me to more, more like a, a social club, you know, that kind of thing. Because that's exactly opposite of what I want to do whenever I go to the gym. And that's not how I normally am. Normally, I don't like talking but to anybody like in public. you feel like you can like motivate each other? Like maybe you have to find like a little Well, it seems like to work for all these people. to work with you. There's all these, these groups of people and they're all in really good shape. I'm like, maybe I want to maybe I want to like join that group. And maybe that's that's what will help me get in shape. So, but I don't know how to do it because I'm so awkward talking to somebody that especially at the gym. I feel uncomfortable as it is. Well, I never I would you should feel uncomfortable because I don't want anyone talking to me when I'm at the gym. I'm so Sweaty and gross. Yeah. And I'm just like trying to just get through that's it, just part, counting down the time. Well, that's part of the problem. I, I do, I sweat a lot. And so I think I, I might be a little bit off putting by how much I sweat. And I can't control that. Aggressively so. You are it's an aggressive, aggressive swe- sweater. It is aggressive sweating. You are yeah. an aggressive sweater. I sweat. I sweat at the drop well, of Well, so yesterday, actually, Greg and I ended up, because we, you know, because since we work together, we do things at the same time a lot. So we went to the gym at the same time yesterday. And Greg was wearing like a white shirt. And that I, okay. thing, that thing was like clear. What do you mean? That do you mean? Was How clear, clear was it? It was clear. Oh crap! I could see like every chest hair. You could on see you. my chest hair through it. And your, seriously, and your, and, and your uh, little nipple buddies. Wait, seriously? Yeah, I could see all of it. It was like you. Like it was my St. Patrick's Day run like dry fit shirt. I well, thought that it would wasn't be... so dry. Oh no! Did you seriously like, see through it? Yeah. No, I had no like idea. I honestly had no that's idea about why that. I never, that's why I wear black uh, shirts. Well, I almost always wear black, but I I thought that was a good shirt to go run no, in. you would have won that wet t-shirt contest oh, if the no. gym was having one yesterday. Okay, that explains some of the interactions. Okay. Oh, were you in your see-through shirt trying to make friends? Um. Uh, well, okay. Look, I'm, I'm. like I said, I'm trying to figure this out. Like, I want to get in shape. That's the goal. I think motivation, like hanging out, maybe making some friends at the gym, which I've never done before and it's really awkward for me. Maybe that's the way to go. But yeah, I was in the locker room. And granted, you know, if somebody's uh, <laughs> moving clothes, I'm not going to be talking to them. Uh, that makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to be near that. I'm more of a never nude kind of guy. So you're so, talking about like making friends in the locker room or making friends in the gym? Well, both. Because I was sitting down, you know, when I got, when I went into the locker room to like, open up my locker and get my stuff out. You know, there were a couple of couple of other guys there who were just getting there and they were chatting, you know, talking about stuff football. I think they were talking about the Super Bowl or something. And You could talk about that. Well, yeah, and uh and I tr- I tried to chime in and I got the total cold shoulder. Oh, that's embarrassing. I said something and it was it was about the Super Bowl. They were talking about sports in general, Super Bowl and Blazer stuff. And I chimed in something about the Super Bowl. I was just like, "Oh yeah, man, the Falcons, they should have run the ball more." And I I chimed in, oh, but I was Greg, uninvited. I was oh. uninvited. Oh no! It was so uncomfortable for me. I was trying to get out of my shell to do that, and it was so awkward because the the one guy I said it to, he just looked at me, 
and then looked away and went right back to what he was talking about. And so I was like, oh, well, okay, all right, I just I won't do that. And Courtney's saying you do not talk to people in the locker room. They were already talking. They were hanging out. These were fully closed people. And I just was like, okay, well, maybe I'll, I'll try to branch out and do this. You know, maybe I'll have some gym buddies that I'll go hang out with. And it, it did not work. But now that I understand that I had a see-through shirt on, that could have oh, been par- part of the issue. Might as well just wear a mesh, like, tank top there. <laughs> I mean, shows just the same amount. It was that bad? Oh, It was pretty bad. I really, I honestly did not know. I thought that thing would be water. It's supposed to be dry fit. It's supposed to whisk away the sweat and then, you know, you're perfectly, yeah, I sweat too much. No, how, well, I was going to say, have you had other dry fit shirts that have done that magic for you? Yeah, but they're all, well, no. I mean, I guess all my other ones are darker colors. This is the one I have that's Uh, Well, our friend Courtney in the chat at unemploymentradio.com. Please. Slash live. Um, you can subscribe there. Uh, Courtney says that her husband met his best friend at the gym. Oh, so maybe maybe I should approach it this way. And it's not that I'm like dying for friends because I have friends, but I need gym buddies. Gym pals will help me go work out. Instead, you know, my buddies want to go get a beer and that's fun. But I need some I need some motivation the other way because it's really I'm I fall victim to peer pressure really easily. It's like, oh, no, you should go do this. Like, nah, OK, yeah, I'll, I'll go do that. And so. If I had some gym pals. So maybe I should get up on like one of the treadmills and like say something to the person next Don't. to me. Do not talk to the people next to you. You know what that happens if you do that? You'll get reported probably. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say anything creepy. So like, yeah, good work. Everything you say is kind of creepy. Like, I don't know what gym small talk is. I really have no idea how to do it. So, I mean, do you go up like, hey, you need a spotter or something like that? Do, do I... I mean, I don't really want to lift weights, but I guess I could. I mean, that's probably the way. I think if you lift weights, that's when you see... Like, Looking for a spot, bro? Do I have to say bro a lot? Yeah, totally have to I've, say Because I just don't know how it works. No, but I mean, that's when I see all the friends hanging out is when they're all lifting weights. Like, you don't see people hanging out <laughs> when they're, like, running on treadmills. That's, that's like a... That's a solo project. But if you're lifting, man... Yeah. Like, they'll that's where you and bond. Like, and, like, and you're bonding and, like, uh, cheering each other on. You cheer, you cheer people out, so I should just walk up to somebody while they're lifting and be like, mm. yeah, bro, come on, champ, you got this, you got this, and say something like that to them. All right, we got more advice coming in at the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber to Fun Employment Radio, six ninety nine a month, you get to listen live and, and join into the chat. Uh, definitely some advice is rolling in here. Um, Mr. Jenke says uh, maybe you should just ask the Landmark Saloon if they could set up an elliptical machine for you. <laughs> that, that would work. Uh, I'll see if they, they'll do that. I'm going to oh, guess Oh, that not. would be awesome. Just stand there and work out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they're going to go for that. Um, get a shirt that says, looking for a gym buddy, feel free to talk to me. No, I don't. See, I don't know if I want to go that far. Uh, start a fitness podcast. No, because honestly. Then you'll have no choice. I could just go interview people. If you have a shirt on that says, looking for a gym buddy, come talk to me. <laughs> it, it it seems like you uh, might, be, might Im- be looking for implying a different kind of group, implying a different kind of um, See, relationship that you're looking for. That's not what I'm looking for. Okay, Brahim and Hana have joined the chat, and they said, "Greg, you should try playing pickup basketball. It's an easy way to make workout buddies." There you go. <sighs> Problem is, I'm not the best at basketball. The only thing I'm good at, I got a good three point shot. I got the white man's three point shot down. What's the kind white of. man's three-point shot? That's what white guys are. That's what white guys do. We shoot three-pointers. You can't go inside. You can't play. You I can't, can't actually play basketball. I can't dribble or pass very well. I can measured pass. how to I can, shoot a three-pointer. I'm all right at passing. I'm a good passer. I'm a good three-pointer. 
you know, spot up. I can't have anybody around me trying to guard me. If they give me five seconds, there's a good chance I'll hit the I'll hit the three pointer. So okay, yeah, maybe I could go down there. Well, because that seems like something that you like to do. That seems like it would be logical. Yeah. Okay. You, it, uh, just to not confuse people in here, as people are saying. Um, little Swish, the nickname that I used to have when I was on the basketball court because the kids called me Swish because I hit the three-pointer. Um, yeah, so maybe that's what maybe that's what I should should do. Maybe I should go try to pick up, play some pickup basketball. Do I still have to say bro? <laughs> Just say play some pickup or pick up. Pick up some basketball? Yeah, no. <laughs> What's up, bros? You want me to play? Mm. You know, I can knock down you the three. You want me to play? Nobody's going to be like, oh, yes, random weird stranger. And then I'll walk around doing three goggles all the time and like... And uh, shoot a bow and arrow like every time I hit a shot. Yeah, maybe I could be that guy, and then they'll they'll know me at the gym. They'll be like, "Hey, there comes Swish." Wait, so, man. what is your point of trying to meet people at the gym? Are, are you for motivation? It? For motivation. Yeah, so that I have another reason to go because I'm. I can easily talk myself out of not going because I'll, I'll be like, "Well, you have a, too much work. You can't go do that. You have to. You have to go home and work because I I always have too much work." But if this, if I can combine that with like a social activity, and I'm working out. Then I think it'll work out well for me. Hmm. So I I need to play some pickup basketball. I need to walk around to the dudes weightlifting and cheer them on. Um, and then uh, from what I'm understanding Dude, so you're far, you're gonna get your ass kicked if you like are walking around cheering people. Yeah, on. Yeah, but what, then I they walk take in there so like, seriously. Hey man, Swish is here. What's going on, buddy? You know what's going on, bro? No, see, I think the gym time. I'm completely opposite of you. I I like going by myself. I'm motivated to go by myself because I don't. This is why I like doing a lot of things by myself. You know this about me. Mm-hmm. Like I like to go sit in coffee shops or like go shopping by myself. Do what I, I like to be alone. I hate shopping. Yeah, and yeah, that's definitely not. But I like to do a lot of things. I like to ride my bike by myself. Like I mean, of course, I like to like ride my bike with friends and stuff too. But I mm-hmm. like doing things by myself a lot. Yeah, and um, no, and I I generally do too. This is why I'm trying to get out of that. I'm no, trying to I know, change because I realize over the last two or three years, like I haven't worked out mm-hmm. like I did. So I'm thinking this is why this will change it. Well, I'm saying, like, I like the gym by myself because everyone, like, all the, especially a lot of women there in particular are just, like, all walking around. Like, have you ever been to a gym? You see the people walking around, like, they they walk slow and they're, like, all, oh, like, stretching as they're walking. Like, so, they're, like, everyone's just kind of walking. Like, I'm in a gym. Oh. I'm working out. Okay. I'm in a gym. And, like, the girls kind of mean mug each other. So, so I don't make eye contact Oh, girls with mean mug each other at the gym? I see, like, the fit girls. Uh-huh. They don't seem very encouraging. Oh, okay. I see. I mean, they just seem angry. I'm sure there there are a lot. They're of probably hungry. People. They're probably <laughs> starving because I am too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's probably what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. See, I'm not too worried about that. I'm 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 probably not going to ever talk to a woman there because I'm going to be too terrified that she'll think I'm being creepy if I if I do say anything. That's absolutely unless correct. that's the opposite way I should be thinking. Maybe mm-hmm. I should be like, hey, nice workout or good uh, good stretching. Or something Ooh, like that. All right. Our friend Ben in the chat said, uh, a trainer told me chocolate milk is a great post-workout drink. So if I go to the gym, I get chocolate milk. That's my motivation. I love chocolate milk. Yeah. No, I know you do. Chocolate milk will be a friend of mine then. That'll be my workout, buddy. What? You're just going to go there and drink chocolate milk while you're running on the treadmill? No, no. I'll drink it afterwards. <laughs> Are you going to have it right there and like chug it as soon as you're done? Like, ding. Like you've done your 20 minutes or however long you're on there. And then you just open up chocolate milk and start chugging it? Okay, so you're going to be chocolate milk girl? No, I'm going to after afterward. I'm not going to bring it with me. Yeah, Keelan's saying also a lot of people are there just to be seen. It's true. Like some people I'll see just walk back and forth. 
stretching in their like you know designer workout clothes and not really doing anything and then just walking real slow and you try mm. to get around them as you're walking down the hallway and you can't because they're walking so slow so that everybody work like is staring at them and it's super irritating what about um, it's being asked what about exercise classes at this place it's much easier to befriend others in a class because you can bond with others over getting your ass kicked that's what I should do like one of those cycling classes you know where it's like take it to the limit and then I can, um, you know, I then I, what do you talk over to the next person? I've never taken a class before, so I've maybe taken that's... like uh, like aerobics classes and yeah. took a kickboxing class. You got kicked out of one once, didn't I you? I got kicked out of a um, yeah. some sort of like dance exercise class. Yeah, <laughs> jazzercise. <laughs> it was like some sort of jazzercise thing. It was at this place, uh, this fancier place on Hawthorne. Um, Oh, fuck it. I'll just say it because they'll never sponsor us in there too. So one with heart. And I went there years ago. It was like probably 10 years ago. And I, I, you know, I'd been paying like these astronomical fees to to go there because it was right after. No, I guess it was longer than that. It was probably about 15 years ago. It was right after I moved to Portland. And I didn't know anybody. So I I got that and I started taking exercise classes. I'm like, maybe that will be a way to meet friends. Sure. And then I took the, the jazzercise aerobic thing. And yeah, I got asked to sit out onto the sidelines because I wasn't I'm sorry. able to keep up. I'm sorry, ma'am. This I was isn't so the class confused because they're teaching you the steps and then you're watching yourself in the mirror and I kept going the the wrong ways and yeah. it just came so easy to everybody else and I was so embarrassed. Oh, man. I never I canceled my membership and never went back because I was so embarrassed about it. Yeah, I would too. They I would just leave. Stuck me in the back. I would hide my face. Yeah, they could have just been like, "Hey, why don't you switch spots with somebody in the back?" Did they make it a big like public thing? No, but I remember her specific she was just like, <laughs> "Class stop." Stop. No, I'm sorry. The... We have a little bit of an issue in the back here. No, Ma'am, I... what's your name? No, because I just Get it was like out. opposite bonding because I kept running into the people next to me. Uh-huh. And it was so humiliating. Oh. And I just... So you're a problem is what I it was. I was a problem. Man. Yeah, that's uh, that's not good. No, it wasn't good. All right. Well, anyway, these are just ideas that I'm throwing out here of maybe some things that I could do to try to, try to motivate myself a little more. Okay. So that's the key. It's just to get in shape. Sure. But, you know, then if I have my pals... That one guy's not going to be my pal, that's for sure. No. He didn't want to talk to me at all. Maybe you should wait to see if someone says something to you before you try to interject, insert or yourself Or just stand into there, like, looking up, like, forlorn, waiting for somebody to talk to me. Hello. Hi. Hi. What? Did you say something? Oh, sorry. No, I thought you. Oh, I thought you said Greg. Yeah. Did you not say? Oh. Sorry, oh, just Craig? looking for some workout bros oh. to hang out with. That's don't all. Don't say bro. Okay, don't, don't say, say bro. bro. All right, I got to drop the bro part of it. No, you, yeah, that's that's never anything that you should be saying. What are you doing? Working, we're f- looking for some running buds. Again, that sounds like... That doesn't work out as well. No, okay. looking for something else. All right. Got a good lineup over here right now, Greg. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, you like beer. Yeah. Do yeah. you like different flavors of beer? Like if some, you know, so a lot of breweries like to incorporate different kinds of tastes into their... I like the tastes that Worthy Brewing provides us. Well, yeah, they make the best beer, clearly. Worthy Brewing, which is the fine sponsor of our green room, where Stephanie Strickland is going to be coming in to in just a minute mm-hmm. here. Worthy Brewing, worthybrewing.com, many amazing beers that you can purchase right now. Yeah, they've got a lot of good flavors. They sure do. Yeah. Well, this brewing company, which is far inferior to Worthy Brewing, yes. uh, is from Virginia, has released a craft beer that is Oreo cookie-flavored. No. It has been fermented in hundreds of pounds of Oreo cookies. Oh, that's disgusting. So this company is called the Vale Brewing Company, based in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, so they had a milk stout named Hornswoggler. 
horn swoggler. And they conditioned it using Oreo cookies to create the uh, creatively named horn swoggler with Oreos. Oh. Yeah, so they took... It's just uh, like mashed up like with little chocolate bits in it? Or? So what it is, it's a 7% uh, chocolate milk stout, and they conditioned it on hundreds of pounds of Oreo cookies. And I guess if you're a fan of Oreo cookies, it's supposedly delicious. I mean, who doesn't like an Oreo cookie? I mean, Oreo cookies are amazing. But I don't know about a beer with that. That doesn't sound as good to me. I don't know. Chocolate milk stout with some ground up Oreo sounds kind of amazing to me. Do you want it? I would. Would you try it? Oh, yeah. Put some ice cubes in it. I would taste it. Yeah. Ice cubes. I don't know. Make it like a little like stout milkshake kind of thing. Well, uh, the cookie infused beer is released in limited quantities of 16 ounce cans. uh, 16 ounce cans. So uh, you can get, so they were available, they sold out, but they're going to start making more of them. There are still small amounts available on draft at the brewery if you happen to live in Richmond, Virginia. So uh, if you do get this, you're supposed to drink it cold and drink it fresh due to the amounts of fermentable sugars that are left over in the final product since, you know, it's made out of crumbled Oreo cookies. That sounds amazing. Uh, No, no, I don't think I'd want it. Greg, there's a dating app that they've, uh, that's been announced that... They made one out of Cheetos, maybe. Oh, Cheetos are ruined forever. A Cheeto for beer? Oh. <laughs> an, upcoming, an upcoming dating app is now looking to help people find love, not by their mutual interests, but by matching people together with things that they mutually hate. So I this love is a, this. This is a dating app. It's called Hater. It's set to release to the public on February 8th. And uh, both said it is the first dating app that matches people based on the things they hate. Like that would actually, this is my kind of dating app. I know. So you just like pick I the things you hate the and second... then see if other people hate it too. Yeah, because you are so, matched up based on mayonnaise. Like boom, that's already an in. Uh, if you hate mayonnaise, Matchbox Twenty. Um, you and Matchbox Twenty. What did Rob Thomas ever do to you? I can't stand Matchbox Twenty. It's. I feel like they're making a comeback too, because I hear them everywhere right now. So yeah, they'd have to hate Matchbox Twenty and hate mayonnaise. Like that's a. Those are the two. That's a that's deal breaker territory. Like it's that's what it's got to be. Um, what else would they have to hate? Yeah, I really want to know what. Uh, yeah. <sighs> I mean, there's a lot is. of things. There's there's a lot of things that they would need to absolutely despise. The Lakers, they have to hate the Lakers. Um, that would have to be part of it. Okay. Just because it's fun to hate the Lakers, right. so you have to. Um, the app's website boy, I could come uh, up with a whole list. Hater is making serious online dating more approachable by re- uh, replacing cumbersome surveys and bios with fun alternative ways to express your personality. They have to hate it when someone uses ice cubes out of a tray but then doesn't fill it, the tray back up with water so there's only like two ice cubes left. That would that would be on the list. The hater asks users to build a profile by swiping different directions to indicate whether they love, hate, like, or dislike um, certain activities or ideas. The app then searches its archive to connect users with other people who share common dislikes. So the CEO of Hater, who's a 29-year-old named Brendan Alper. Just an angry, angry. Is it just like a scowling man? Like, Where he came up with the idea mm. while working as a comedy writer, but eventually realized it could have potential as a real-life service. The more I thought about it, the more I thought, hey, even though this is a funny idea, it actually makes a lot of, a lot of sense. So the more than 2,000 topics that people can vote on, including, uh, but are not limited to, Donald Trump, gluten-free, camping, marijuana, butt selfies. Butt selfies? What is a butt selfie? I I think it's what it sounds like. And Taylor Swift. So those are just uh, a few of the 2,000 topics. So they provide the topics? Yes. And you get to pick whether or not you, uh, you love, hate, like, dislike, or are indifferent. Okay. 
Yes. So uh, all brochures that uh, that user-generated topics are always vetted carefor- uh, carefully and that they view hate speech as completely unacceptable unex- uh, and they have zero tolerance for any sort of bigotry or hate speech or mm. discrimination. No, I hate ordinary things mm-hmm. like Matchbox 20. you got to let the Matchbox 20 thing go. I don't know, man. There's something about them. I could really get into this app, though. All right, well, speaking of apps, uh, uh, out of Oregon, this kind of made me laugh, an Oregon man is embarrassed after police say he arranged a rendezvous on the dating app Tinder and was left naked without his wallet and cell phone in a motel room. Oh. This happened in Springfield. So uh, there's this man, he's unnamed because this is humiliating, exchanged messages with a female Tinder user months before they arranged to meet at the Village Inn in Springfield this past week. Why? Wait, you're meeting... S- no, I have not been to the Village Inn. In Springfield, I'm But sure I'm going to guess the Village Inn is not necessarily the highest end. Now, a, you're going to Springfield, um, which for anybody who doesn't know, Springfield is like a suburb of Eugene. Eugene would be probably the town where you would want to go. So this guy's meeting somebody at the Springfield Village Inn. Yes. Okay. It is the the most deluxe of all of the inns in Springfield. Well, I mean, you know, it's it looks like an inn. So he's been yeah. uh, chatting with a, a female Tinder user for months, and then they arranged to meet at the Village Inn in Springfield. Now, the man said the woman, who used the name Lacey on the dating app, suggested that he sexually leave the door to his room unlocked while he showered so she could come in and join him. Wait, he's never met this woman, but he's leaving the door unlocked while he's showering? And so he's in the shower. He said that uh, Lacey from Tinder... Nervous. Lacey from Tinder was going to climb on into the shower and join him. <laughs> However, when the man got out of the shower, he found that his clothes, his wallet, and his iPhone 7 had all been stolen. Uh, the wallet also contained his debit card, identification, and numerous other things. Uh, he left all of that in the main room? Didn't even take it into room. the bathroom with him? In the main room. Oh, man. Uh, the police say he, ne- he never saw her. He doesn't know who she was, and we don't know either. We have some leads we're following up on, but obviously we're telling people, you know, as if you're going to meet people via the app, recommend meeting them someplace in public during daylight hours, and maybe to use leave all of your belongings in one room for a stranger yeah. to take away. Police say that the woman deleted her Tinder profile after the theft and has not been caught. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, there's, that's not smart on a number of reasons. First off, I'm not going to be taking a shower in a room by myself and leave the door unlocked. Mm-mm. You are way too vulnerable. No way. I mean, you just assume... I don't leave my apartment door unlocked, even if I'm running down really quick to like take out my garbage. Yeah, you assume everyone's trying to murder you. Oh, yeah. And so somebody is just waiting for that opportunity, like, oop, bam, there it is. Murder you or rob you, yep. or both. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's what they're, they're going to try. Yep. So, yeah, boy, he's made some mistakes there. Well, that was out of Springfield, Oregon. Out okay. of Forest Grove, Oregon. There's a couple Oregon stories. Okay. The Oregon Police Department in Forest Grove announced that they have finally captured... This is going to be pun heavy. A notorious suspect that's been on the loose for months. A troublemaking pig named Piggy Smalls. Wait, a troublemaking pig that's been on the loose in Forest Grove? Yes. It's a notorious suspect. Notorious pig. Notorious P.I.G. The Forest Grove Police Department said that the potbelly pig was apprehended uh, this past Friday by a joint task force after they've been searching for it for months. So, uh, Piggy Smalls has been frequently reported loose to the Forest Grove Police by numerous citizens. So, in Forest Grove, people are seeing this pit, potbelly pig running all around. And Aren't nobody's been small? able to catch it since uh, November. 
Potbelly pigs are small, right? I think they're small. So, pig, piggy so they've been trying to get piggy smalls, and uh, his actions have been published several times in the weekly police log in Forest Grove. What, what does he do? He's eluded capture by authorities until now. So uh, piggy, nobody knows who Piggy Smalls belongs to. Uh, piggy Smalls will be released to the custody of an animal rescue outside of the city, so he's going to have a nice and happy life, not on a farm, in an animal rescue outside <laughs> the city. Uh, police logs show the pig was first spotted on the loose in November, a couple times in November, and since then it's been a couple times a month until Piggy Smalls was finally captured. Wow. A rebel pig. Like, I just wonder what he's been doing. Yeah, That's I mean, it thing. was kind of a cold, rough winter. I'm pretty impressed that... That's the thing, though, about a small town. Having grown up in a small town, that would be big news. That there's a pig loose. That, that would be big news in... <laughs> that would be big news in southeast Portland if we yeah. had a pig. Yeah, it would. All right, did you want to buzz that? Uh, stop ring. Okay. All right, I'll save my other story for tomorrow. There you have it, my friends. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. Piggy Smalls just makes me laugh. All right, let's go ahead. Now, yeah, Piggy Smalls is an amazing name. Now I kind of want to... I don't want a potbelly pig, though. Why would you not? No. That's not... I want a lot of animals, but that's not the one I want. Okay. I'll have to think about it. All right, um, we're going to take a break here for a second. Do you want to remind everybody that uh, you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash store and pick up a Fun Employment Radio tote bag. Oh, my goodness. Fun Employment Radio tote bag. No, we only have a few left. Only a few left of them. So Sarah has designed... You are a designer now? I am. Right, yeah, you're a designer. You're a mm. designer of tote bags. I mean, I did design something, so I guess... I mean, yeah, it's good enough. Yeah. So, tote bag designer, uh, Sarah Dillon, designed some Fun Employment Radio tote bags. And so they are for sale, funemploymentradio.com slash store, or it's right there on the front of the page. You can click on it, too. They are awesome, but we only have a few left, so it's a limited run. So definitely order yours now. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take a break, and we're back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. All right. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. That's awesome. Most people don't recognize. It. Oh, come on. Battlestar Galactica. I am there. I heard that and I just lost my marbles. We've never had anyone immediately know what it is because people will be like, what is that? What is that from? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yes. That's my wheelhouse, guys. Come oh, on. that you is made awesome. My day. Okay, we need to talk about them, Battlestar Galactica, because oh, yeah. I have a couple questions about that. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, joining us now here on Fun Employment Radio, it is Stephanie Strickland. <laughs> nice. I'm just so happy. Yes. Super Hello. Happy. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I know. Makes me happy. It's so nice to have you on. Like, Thank you. Yeah, I just realized we'd, we'd never had you on because as I was saying you know like right I can't believe that this never has actually happened yeah well part of it was my schedule so you know first of all it's been tough I mean I've been working mornings and I've done kind of a little bit of everything over the and now all of a sudden I've got more flexibility in my schedule by design Mm. people are like did you get fired (laughs) no I did not get fired I, I sh- oh, no. <laughs> so it's been really, really nice to have the time. So thanks for having me on. Oh, okay. hell yeah. And we actually have our live chat going at funemploymentradio.com. And Keelan's in there, and he says, uh, please pass a personal hello over to Steph. We love her. I love that guy. I know. Hey, man, thank you. Nice to see you. Well, sort of digitally. <laughs> sure, kind anyway. of. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of works. <laughs> kind of yeah. Sort of. Miss you. Um, well, that's actually about the KGW stuff, just yeah. so everybody knows. Because as you said, now if, if somebody's thinking that you got fired or, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> They're like, like, where'd she go? Yeah, what happened there? <laughs> Who did um, they replace her with? Uh, so what? what is happening there? So the, the, the Cliff Notes version is I've been at KGW for 16 plus years. And I've worked every schedule from, you know, reporting on weekends, um, done, you know, morning show and then evenings and then daytime, blah, blah, blah. So the past two and a half years, I did the morning show there. And the schedule's brutal. Getting up oh, to go God. to work at 2.30 in the morning, it over time. 
time, it wears you down. How many time, How many years did you do that early morning? Two and a half years this oh. last round, but I've done it before. And the mistake I made 10 years ago when I did it is, A, I was 10 years younger and I didn't have a kid. So I was like, I got this. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what this... Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. It hit me like a Mack truck. And so I, I really struggled with the shift. So then what I'm on is like this crazy, super hyper part-time thing where I'm doing a lot of digital stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm really passionate about that because I personally believe the majority of the content that the average person's going to consume is digital. The advantage of that is they can kind of pick and well, or the disadvantage, depending, is they can pick and choose what they want. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to do stories that aren't It Bleeds, It Leads with KGW's blessing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also doing stuff for digital trends, which is my passion. Like tech is uh, robotics, all that, a right. Cylons, um, yes. which is really <laughs> yes. what immediately gets me um, super fired up and passionate about. So that's kind of what I'm up to. That's awesome. Wow. That's, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were talking about the morning stuff. Sarah and I God, were on that morning was radio. You, you worded that just correctly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because we did morning radio, but also I, I worked uh, morning traffic on coin, like, 10 plus years ago as well. And I remember Ugh. having to get up at 2.30 in the morning. And then also I, Greg was telling me something that you had uh, talked about online where some uh, some older listeners were perhaps commenting Ugh. on your hair. and You you know yeah. what? I don't know what it is about cat ladies. Well, first of all, they I realized... They are cruel. Well, but here's the thing. I realized this. It's that the cat ladies, they're, they tend to be a little bit older. And if, if I can... They, they don't like me. So here's what happens. When I get a really nasty, particularly nasty email, the the internal, it's now not internal when I'm sharing it with you guys, but the internal <laughs> joke with a former co-anchor of mine is I can usually find a cat picture on their Facebook profile within one or two clicks. And I have a pretty high uh, success rate at that. So someone just sent me a nasty email about how crappy my hair looked. And I was like, oh, I'm on the hunt. I'm on the hunt for a cat. And I actually, I was wrong. So my average is slightly lower. But as I posted about it on Facebook and just said, hey, why are women so catty? (laughs) Why are women so catty to each other? Uh, Because the comments from women are horrific. Yeah. A, why is that? But then B, um, you know, I'm looking for that. People are like, well, why would you even like try to figure out who she is? I go, oh, let me tell you guys. It's got everything to do with cats. And, and my, my friends of mine, viewers, uh-huh. who <laughs> have cats are like, well, I've got cats and I love you. So I realized, OK, don't make You're it not blanket. Not all yeah. cat ladies not, are that. No, no. But all of those people are yeah, cat ladies. It's like ladies. the Venn yeah. diagram of <laughs> issues with Steph's appearance. So that's sort of how it, it is. Well, at least you yeah. can track them down because at the age of Facebook now, you can be like, oh, this is exactly what you look like. And well, why and are it's you doing always, this to me? Like, well, I'm like, girl check yourself why yeah, are you, yeah. would you be so cruel about something that really isn't it's not like i've got some her, you know some giant <laughs> ultra distracting thing it's clearly designed mm-hmm. just to be a bitchy email oh that's, that's exactly yeah. it purpose. i had some woman i still remember it it ruined my mornings and they're at 4 a.m you know yeah. reporting on the traffic that wasn't already happening in a bad yet. mood yeah yeah already in a bad mood and then this woman was just like oh it looks like you got your clothes out of a dumpster and your hair is awful yes. and i'm and this was before social media so i couldn't tell who it was it was just yep. some faceless horrible trollop of a woman and yeah. She made me very sad. It's it's tough. And it, yeah. you know what they say? Like studies actually show, because I'm pretty tough. Like you can say a lot about me. Mm-hmm. There's very, very few things that truly get under my skin. Um, and usually it's because I'm in a bad mood. It's got nothing to do with them. It's yeah. all like it's it's all just about my headspace. But over time, it can really wear you down. And so occasionally I share on Facebook not to kick off the love fest, which happens. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Thank you to the people who are so kind to me when I'm like, dude, this crappy thing happened. They're like, oh, Steph, let's heap a little praise. It feels good to balance the negative, but also to show people it happens, Mm -hmm. and it happens a lot. I'm sharing one-tenth of what comes my way Mm -hmm. as a woman on TV in front of a camera. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine what 
Well, I'm, I know what Sarah's had to deal with yeah. with some of this stuff. Just like some of the emails that we get, and we don't ever talk about them on air. But I'm like, God damn, those are no. The just worst thing was when mean. someone I, yeah. that just was just for no reason me yeah. when someone changed my Wikipedia page. Remember? Oh that? yeah, I that's just right. Remembered that right Somebody now. Somebody got on there and did that. Yeah, when they went in because it's the same thing. Like I don't want to be overwhelmingly negative, and it's really nice to hear all the nice feedback. But then again, you yes. want to be like, this is what people said. Like my Wikipedia page, someone changed it to how I used to model until. My uh, my looks and waistline started to fade or something. I'm so it was, ragey on your behalf. It was, I was, I didn't know what to do except for be like, hey, so this is what somebody just did. I mean, all these other things that I've, you know, been successful at. Yeah. This is the thing that someone decides yeah. to, you know. Yeah, go out of their way to write on there. I know. I, the guys can do it too. I mean, it's not yeah. just women. I did it. Posted a Facebook video. I don't like to wear makeup um, outside of work because t- t- doing work is oh, yeah. so makeup intensive. So I typically show up with no makeup, you know, nothing done to my hair. And I understand it looks a, a little scrubby, but I was shooting a Facebook live video and some guy was so horrified with my lack of makeup and appearance. He was like, I don't want to see a Zit commercial, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. Wow. I I actually flushed him (laughs) off the page. Like, he was coming, and I was like, well, you don't need to watch then. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because I I, I can handle it, but at some point you go, enough At some point, it's like, I'm not going to be your punching bag. No. Like, there are other people that do want to watch this. Like, I'm not going to give you a platform to be Yeah, guess what? I look dramatically different without makeup. I'm pretty plain (laughs) Jane looking. Get over it. (laughs) It's a shocker. Yeah. (laughs) Great. It's like, you're the one watching it. Yeah, Yeah, right? You You don't have do. Yeah, Ch- change, change. If yeah. you don't want to watch it, mm. um, but you have done a lot of amazing things besides. Yeah. Uh, and you guys just trolls. went on an adventure. We did in Vegas. Yeah, to CES. That was so cool. That was awesome. I have never been so happy to have a snow day cancel my flight and create utter chaos because I got to see CES. And you went down and saw it. See, I was going to, and I didn't end up doing it, and I really regret that yeah, I, I didn't go. Yeah, I would go. say you made a mistake. Yeah, I did yeah, make I'm a mistake. I'm just going to let you go. Wait, uh, what's seeing yeah. CES? So when I when we were doing this for Digital Trends, there was a studio that was uh, there, basically, but not in the m- middle of the floor. It was just on the outside of the main traffic, the main hallway where people were coming in. The location was amazing. Oh, was that where you yeah. were? broadcasting yes. from yeah but that's I where was, our booth was but we were there i mean i was there all day so there wasn't a chance to get in and actually see stuff so the day that our flights got canceled i ended up with an extra day there so i spent the whole day my feet hurt so bad <laughs> did you go to everything everything except nice. for the ones that were shut down because i couldn't physically get there in time so i didn't see robotics which is my passion uh-huh. um because it was over at the sands or the venetian so those are yeah. the two the two wings that i didn't make but in terms of all the main halls i hit i was like felt like rocky like i should get to the top of the <laughs> stairs like pump my fist because i did it I need to ask you, since yes. you said you are a fan of robotics, yes, Greg, I'm asking. What? So do you think um, about our robot overlords? That's <laughs> yeah. actually going to okay, happen at some him? point. Um, so Greg doesn't want to respect our future robot overlords. And no. he gets and he also gets uh, he gives <laughs> me crap because have you watched those videos of um, like robots being like poked the, the at with Boston sticks? Dynamics. Boston Dynamics, which yeah. is one of my favorite robotics makers. My Does daughter, that... she knows all of. Have you seen the new one? I, uh, uh, what's yes. his name? Handle? Yes. Hey, handle. I, handle. Like I'm going to handle your ass. Handle like, is you terrifying. It's yes. two wheels. I don't know if you have. Is he like a wheelie from yeah, a, Return like to a Oz? Wheel- yes. It's like a wheelie from Return to Oz. Those things were terrifying. Yeah, but these two little like stub arm things and it can pick up stuff and like hop over curbs and oh. yeah, it's it's terrifying. Boston Dynamics is my favorite just because it's got that, it's that weird mix of like, uh, I'm like, where's Tony Stark? Like who, mm. what government are we? <laughs> I know it's part of DARPA. Yeah. Like I'm like, what's its backstory? Right. Uh, my daughter's like, it's like a puppy, but it runs fast. Like, so it's, I love to inspire <laughs> her love of robotics in her. Yeah. Um, 
You know the part that I don't like when you talk about robot mm. overlords is, and you've probably seen it because it was Boston Dynamics where they were physically knocking <gasps> that down. That was the what Android. I was going to ask you about. I didn't it like upset it. me. It, me too. Thank you. Because I was saying I, that I didn't like it when they were poking him with a stick or like kicking the box or shoving him over. I was like, I don't like it. The dog when is... they kept kicking the dog <laughs> on the side. No, I did not like that at no, all. I'm and I was you. like, I'm like, Greg's like, why do you feel bad? They're robots, and I'm like, I don't because I don't know. They're mimicking like something yes, that's alive. They did and... it. They built these robots on a platform that took the dynamics of a cheetah or a dog mm-hmm. or a human and said, right. let's build a robot. So mentally, we are not capable of separating the two. So to me, yeah, you're kicking a robot dog. It's still yeah, a dog. See, you kicked a dog. That's the problem, though, because if they keep designing them like that, they're going to look more and more like life, lifelike yes, or with human faces. Yes, until they show up with a bunch of guns and do what they're yeah. probably ultimately headed oh, for. See, yeah. my theory is just keep them down now and then we don't have to worry you're about that You're not going to be able to keep them down. They're Yeah, they're going to become self-aware. I'm they're gonna going to keep knocking them over with a hockey stick, you know, and then just yeah, best of make sure. With that. Yeah, I'm going to be one of the first ones to go mm-hmm. when so the robots take over. Artificially, you know, things that, that gain like AI independence. What's the, the book? Someone in your chat room will know it. It's just on the top of my head, but it's the WWW series where um, the artificial intelligence spawns itself on the Internet first and connects with a girl who I believe may or may not have a site. Pro- I'm working off memory. And it's oh, it just reminding me of a random bad episode well of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, well, well there was the internet. <laughs> there was the internet that. demon, and then they possessed somebody else. It's gonna drive me crazy, but it's a fascinating. Somebody will come up yeah, with it. Yeah, it's a fascinating look at what artif- how artificial intelligence gets started, and what mm-hmm. happens after that. Because basically, it, AI takes over, and it's like you're cap- yeah. you're not capable of handling it. I'm now going to handle it right. for you. I will protect you. I will protect you. Oh. Yeah, and remove all. They, well, they won't protect you. <laughs> no, but I'm not You're my out. hockey stick. I'm already out. No, I know list. it. I know it's going to happen. No, there are recordings. You've laughed at those videos where they're being kicked. Well, speaking You're of done. robots, then, let's talk about Battlestar Galactica. So, I mean, I, I loved it. I still think... Even I though the ending was a little bit weird. Been... I don't want to give spoilers, I, I guess, I but I mean, it's it. 15 years old. Yeah, if you, yeah. exactly. At that point, yeah. you have a spoiler alert. Spoilers. First in 1982. Like, the, here's how the robots. breakfast club ends. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, the ending was a little bit, the only thing that was the Starbucks thing. The Starbucks thing, I didn't really like that much. Well, I mean, in terms of what? Like the well, whole, in terms of the arc. ending, like of what was she? Was she an angel? Or she was, how, I think she was a fallen angel, wasn't she? I think that, that the, it's kind of not bad that you don't necessarily know. Right. It's not definitive. To my knowledge, and you know that she's from here. Kate, mm. uh, Katie Sackhoff is mm, from here. Yeah. Um, to my knowledge, she's never, she's left it ambiguous because I don't know that maybe either she doesn't herself yeah, yeah. know or she's, <laughs> or she's smart enough. She, I know she's an amazing girl. Yeah. yeah. Or she's smart enough herself to know that answering it definitively from her perspective would be a problem. Correct me if I'm mm. wrong. No. I don't think no, she's no, answered no. that. I, that. Not as, as no, far as I know. No, that's totally I don't think true. So. It's like being in a David Lynch movie and someone's like, well, what exactly does your character mean and what do they Yes. What does it mean to you? Yeah. And exactly, you can't 100% answer that because so you never really know. The difficulty in talking to me seriously about anything in terms of like a critical um, assessment of it is mm. I like everything. Yeah. Everything mm. I watch, I like. So it's in the, and usually it gets canceled. Most of the shows I like have gotten mm. canceled. Oh, so yeah. I, I tend to not get invested. Like Kings, if you remember Kings, Kings was I great. didn't watch. Uh, um, it was as if Germany had won the war and oh. then there was a monarchy installed so, and it was like there for a season. So just like um, Man the Man in the High Castle. Bingo, Man in the High Castle. Um, But there's also... I'm trying to think of my other show. Like, I get... Oh, uh, what's the one with the giant arch and... um, it's not Farscape. It is... Is it a sci-fi? Defiance. I love Defiance. Defiance. Dude, it's so sci-fi. It's awesome. Okay, Defiance. you got to look have, it up. I will have to watch that. The one I'm getting ready to watch... It won't be hard. It lasted for a season. Okay, yes. <laughs> so just know that Firefly, going into it. Firefly. Firefly. Oh, massively yes. passionate about Firefly. Um, 
God dang it! Now I'm forgetting the name of it. But the Ooh, uh, the one about the awesome. war between Earth and Mars. It's it's just starting. Okay. It's in its second season. I have not. I haven't read the books. I haven't watched the series. I just have the series at home and I have it queued up. Like that is the one I'm going to start watching. Top priority. It will blow your mind. So here's what typically happens so to what? me. I read the book and then I watch the the show. And with the exception of Game of Thrones, I end up dis. Yes, mm. the Expanse is amazing. Yeah. I end up disappointed, and I mm-hmm. end up disappointed because I'm like, oh, the book so so snobby. The book is so much better. But the books are so much better. This, most of the time, the Expanse is fabulous. I know what's coming, mm-hmm. and they have done such a good job. My husband, who's not a reader, mm-hmm. is his he watches it with his jaw agape. And the same thing happened with Game of Thrones. Now none of us know what's coming. Right. But with Game of Thrones, I knew what was coming and I had the joy of watching him go, no. Oh, right, the no. Red Wedding. Like when you're watching oh, The Red Wedding. Yeah. So good. Oh, yeah. God. I didn't know that was coming because I didn't read the books. Yes. But my friends who, who did see it, read them before, they're like, oh, you don't know what you're in for. This is going to be bad. Did you see all the YouTube videos of people like Responses? surreptitiously, oh, yes, like watching their yeah, friends? Watching their friends yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. I don't even know where I was going with Battlestar Galactic. I guess anyway, it's amazing. I I still love it. The I want to rewatch stands. it. People yeah. who have rewatched it, and I haven't, but people yeah. who have rewatched it, it was destination viewing for me. So now mm-hmm. I've gotten you know I watch it kind of whenever I want to be able to fast forward through it. I'm exactly what media companies hate, right? Uh, <laughs> and and that's a show that at the time I literally would because I I wanted I can't remember what night it was on, but I would leave I would leave places. I'd be like I'm I'm out. I gotta go home. Gotta go I watch the new to, episode. I had to watch the new episode. Oh, I was huh. the Portlandia episode like where they binge watch it. And oh like, yeah, like oh. What? That's Right. That was so like true. Night. That's that like the hard me. part of watching. It's like, all right, yeah, that is pretty accurate, actually. Yeah, I know. I know. That's how I was with Lost. I would leave people's places and oh, like get there. I was so good. I was so obsessed with that show. So upset. And then no, we had what did a you role. think of the ending of that? Um, yeah, right. It's hard. See, to Lost, end I didn't that's watch. So good. Yeah, okay. Lost. By the time it became like, I, I realized everybody really, else was watching it. It was like, like three it. seasons in. I'm like, well, all right, I'll wait because it wasn't on Netflix or anything like that. So I'm like, so I don't even know how I'm going to start. It doesn't watching have this the most thing. amazing ending, but what? But then but I the already know the ending. Itself, yeah, like I know so the fun. ending because I couldn't can't avoid that. Uh, but it doesn't so, even matter if you know the ending. It's one of those shows that is so really? well done. Even any, knowing any movie that's remade, you know the ending of. You're still going to cough up the seven bucks to go see it in the theater. Yeah, I guess. But I thought the whole thing was always the mystery of Lost, and that's what drove the show. But that's yeah, not but what drove the there's show. There's enough Easter eggs in it okay. that it's still interesting. Because once okay. you start to pick up on a couple of the trends, and, and a friend can right. tap you and go, "Did you notice that?" And you're like, "Why do I pay attention to that?" And then two seasons later, it becomes like hugely important. Mm-hmm. Then it's fun. Then it's you a realize. mentally, it's it's mental gymnastics a bit to watch it, and that's what makes it enjoyable. Okay. All right. Yeah, maybe Spot I'll. Spot on. Maybe I'll I can't up, say it better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll end get, up giving that a shot then. Yeah, I think there's just should. so much good television though. It's hard to pick. Oh, uh, that's me. So I've got the Expanse. Is, so on my mm-hmm. DVR list, it's very short. And you're gonna notice. I, my friends go, you know, you should really watch. I go, does it have aliens? I'm not watching it if it doesn't <laughs> have aliens. So it's or robots. Uh, so for me, it's the Expanse, Game of Thrones. Oh, I do have an embarrassing show. Oh, tell me because uh, I have lots of embarrassing shows, and you're sounding really smart, and I want to make sure that you have something <laughs> really. So, but it's probably not even going to be embarrassing. It's no, going to be it, it's the magicians on sci-fi. Oh, I haven't watched. I've that. seen the commercials for that. I've heard is that, that it's not amazing. It's, it's is it a st- band of magi- magicians? <laughs> See, that's what I are I, they sexy magicians? Uh, yes, I did. I did open myself up for it. I will say that what what I appreciated about it is I started it because I was like, oh, it's just going to be sort of brain dead and silly, and it's no problem. Mm-hmm. And it kind of started. I was like, oh, Harry Potter meets like whatever, and then it got dark. Oh, like, really? It got dark, and now it's. Oh yeah, and now uh, it's so it's, again. It's not high. It's not high quality television. But, I just but is it good? Is it entertaining? I enjoy it. Okay. I enjoy it. I find it entertaining. Um, I've yet so I, it's one. It's on my DVR. I'll, okay. I'll admit it. Uh, and then Game of Thrones, and that's it. Yeah, that's all I've got. So that is so that's as trashy as you get. 
The oh, magi- no, no. I used to watch, uh, remember Anna Nicole Smith? I used to watch yeah. back in the day the Anna Nicole Smith oh, show. Rest in yeah. peace. But I watched it for all the wrong reasons. For the reasons you look at a car crash. Like, I it's terrible. Like, it's just terrible. walking around drunk, dr- like painted with a clown face. Yes. And, like, just, oh, God, why am I doing this? Terrible. So I, I don't do much reality TV anymore. Because yeah. it's so edited. It's yeah. not, you know, it's not. It's well, it's all funny. scripted anyway. I never I mean, knew who half the people yeah. are in it. It'd be useless for me. Other than yeah. like a mystery um, Science Theater 3000 thing mm, where I'm just right. like, oh, what happened there? Like, I'm watching the, the red carpet at the Oscar or something I have no clue who any of these people are yeah the last reality TV show I watched was Flavor of Love Oh, is that with Flavor Flav? With Flavor Flav. Yeah. Yes. I think it was, I think that was like I 10 years ago. I watched some of that, yeah, just because it was that Flavor Flav. That show Flav. was hilarious because I'd never seen anything like it and yeah. I never had watched reality. I'm like, okay. Speaking of shows that got canceled, so on Grimm, I've had the chance because of KGW to go through and talk to and meet all of the actors, either uh-huh. either with my work with Rose City Comic Con, um, right. you know, with bringing them on stage or doing stuff with KGW. So I'll never forget the first time I met Sasha Royce. Now, you would think I should be super excited because he's on Grimm, but mm-hmm. instead, the, I was like, oh, I can't believe it's you from KGW. Caprica. Caprica. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was so excited. He goes, you're the only one that watched. Oh, yeah. And I swear to God, to this day, I think he knows who I am because of, because I'm. Because you remembered that. I'm like, yeah, Grim, blah, blah, blah. But back to Caprica because his role was so good. And naturally, because I thought the show was incredible, it was canceled. So oh, this is why I don't yeah. get invested in TV. Yeah. It's not worth it. I needed to be over and then binge watch the whole thing. So I know I'm going to get a conclusion. Right. You're safe. Yeah. yeah. See, that was my problem. And I still bring this up and you know what I'm going to bring up. Carnival. Oh, God. I Love he brings up Carnival. Carnival. Once a month. I love that show. <laughs> you need so a calendar much. to be like, check. It's February. Yep. Okay, there it is. There, right, there it is there for is. this there's month. There's your one for February. God damn, I did it early in February. Um, yeah, no, Carnival was so great. And if if anybody who's watched it knows exactly what I'm talking about, it's. I think it only went two seasons, maybe three, but it was supposed to be about six. And they just got to the good stuff. And they answered all these questions and opened up all these doors, and then boom, it was canceled. The, the, and it Deadwood, sucks. So another that, show. Deadwood, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was getting so good. They and keep it's talking gone. about doing that other season of that or doing a movie to wrap it up. But I don't know if it's ever going to happen. It worked so well for Firefly. Uh, it didn't work as well as it should, right? That was the whole point. See, point. Firefly I didn't see. Oh. Yeah. I know. It's, so, it's, a, I know. it's a cult classic for a reason. Yeah. You would really enjoy it. Truly, Firefly truly. and Farscape. Farscape I've never seen. Keelan um, really loves Farscape, Keelan but I can't get over how ridiculous it is. <laughs> and, and whenever Farscape. I like, talk any kind of uh, shit about Farscape, um, he's always like, no, it's a really good show, no, but I can't I like get over, I can't never get over the fact of how ridiculous all the characters look. Like, they are so silly looking. But you know when I tried to sell people on Star Battlestar? Trek. Well, yeah. exactly. And yeah. you try to sell people on, at least that had, like, the history behind us. People go, okay, I'll get it. Because I'm a next generation <laughs> girl through and through. <sighs> Me too. Yeah, I know. Did I'm you a... see our, our next gen stuff in there? We had a little war faction. We have a signed Jean-Luc Picard picture. Seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, when you call up, it's the Star Trek red alert. That's what came through under the microphone. Next like, time Rrr. I come in, I'm just going to dial it over and over and over over again uh, so for me I'm a next generation girl but like when you're trying to sell people on Battlestar Galactica and they're like yeah but Cylon stuff I don't know I'm like no, no oh, it's no. the drama yeah. like trying to tell that mm-hmm. to someone who doesn't like aliens I mean I watched the original Battlestar Galactica yeah yeah I've seen that and I, I still liked it it's way oh, cheesier I tried to watch <laughs> way I tried cheesier. to watch the original after the new one well, like, oh, I just can't you just have to look at it as a yeah. different series like yeah well, for it what it was at the, the time it was fine it wasn't intended yeah. to be like social commentary yeah where, the, where us what we look as us become Suicide bombers to free ourselves from. I mean, you want exactly. to talk about some deep social commentary. I just sat there. Oh, yeah. wow, so good. It's so interesting. Yeah. yeah All right, the well, original was not again. Yeah. yeah. Did you oh, watch yeah. the original as well? No. I saw no. I remember as a kid. Yeah. Like mm. The Love Boat and other, you know, old school shows. Oh, yeah. So that's it. Um, Dukes of Hazard. Oh, yeah. Dukes of Hazard, yeah. too. 
Yeah, A Team, all of that. Oh, stuff. that's mm-hmm. the, that yeah. was my favorite. A Team was great. Yep. Yeah, I loved Murdoch. Murdoch was my favorite <laughs> by far. It's like Murdoch's awesome. Um, all right, we need to get to because I want to talk about something else that you've done because okay. we talked about this briefly. Yes. off the air. Yes, at CES, the Olympics. Yeah, how many Olympics have you gone to to cover? Seven. seven. Seven Olympics. Seven Olympics, and I'm not going to any more. I'm done. That's it. And that's, that's what we're bringing done. up that was fascinating to me because, you know, you think like going to the Olympics and covering that, like how cool, and you've been to so many different ones, you get to see all these different things, but that's not what it's become no, it's behind not, the scenes. No, it's not what it's become, and it, it's never been about. Like the thing that people say to me when they go, seven Olympics, like what's your favorite sport to cover? And I go, I don't cover a sport. Like I stand in a little room that's not unlike the one we're in right now, but it's just a lot larger, and just sit there and work on my computer to get ready for my next live shot. So you don't see things. Like me, the few things I have seen at the Olympics – have been because the time zone worked out right and the day, everything just happened to line up, but it's rare. So I've seen um, a lot of, not a lot, I've seen some fencing when Mm -hmm. it mattered. So I got to see Mario Zagunis win gold the first time. You know, I've been, I've been, I've seen all of her medal wins, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, And some basketball and basketball because I was in the right time at the right place. I walk into this was 2008 in Beijing and it's, you know, sort of the dream team. And if you remember sort of how they were going to do and there are all these issues because of Athens. And so I come in and the guy who's running security for the building, I have the right kind of pass, but not really the right kind of pass. And the guy takes one look at me and he goes, hey, follow me. He's got a seat for you. And he proceeds to walk me down to basically courtside. And I tell him, I'm like. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not supposed to be here because your your credential means everything. Yeah. So I don't want to get caught. Like, it's it, yeah. right. I don't want to get, get caught. You want to get that yanked and yeah. He goes, Today it's your seat. And he proceeds <laughs> to sit me next to the guy who is from Los Angeles, James Goldstein, I think is his name. And he's the crazy fashion oh, guy yeah. who wears all the yep. leather and the hats. That comes to all the playoff games. They yeah. sit me next to him and I'm like, this is not my pay grade. Like, I got to go. And he's like, no, because there's no, no one needs a seat. It's yours. And I proceed to watch James Goldstein chew out another guy for taking a woman's seat from her and basically got that guy rightfully so booted and was like, that's not your seat, sir. That is her seat. And I was like, okay, this I like this this crazy guy like yeah. with this crazy outfit. <laughs> but um, whose seat are you in? But whose seat yeah. am I in? And the guy that the guy who was running security let me come back, so I managed to see all of the um, USA medal wow. matches, which wow. was an incredible, incredible experience. And that's you know, I, I mean, that for me was was so unique. But it's one of seven. Everything else, I'm in a warehouse, yeah, you know, kind of doing my thing. And it's it's a younger person's game. I I don't have the stamina anymore. Mm-hmm. And because the media landscape has changed, this is no fault of KGW. This is we're talking just across the nation. The media landscape has changed. So I it's I have to do so much more. I'm not afraid of hard work, mm-hmm. but I have to do so much more that I feel like why wouldn't I let someone younger who is way enthusiastic, who doesn't remember how it used to be, yeah. right? They're coming in it with a fresh set of eyes. It's their turn. Like I could sit there and piss and moan about it and do it forever. Let someone else go. Who's? It's a it's a great assignment for that sort of you know professional development. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't mm-hmm. be my assignment. So that's why I'm done covering it for KGW. Um, and the station, you guys, I mean, they've been so good to me. So they're like, are you sure? I'm like, I'm sure. And they're like, great. So that means someone fresh gets to go, as it should be. Yeah. I think I probably stayed too long, but I wanted to go out on my own terms. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, you know, I didn't enjoy Russia, uh, which is the first time I've ever publicly admitted that is wow. right here. 
um, Russia, you know, everyone always asks me what my favorite Olympics is. And in my KGW bio, I'm like, it's like asking you to pick your favorite kid. You just don't. But I have one and it's not Russia. So Russia was tough because of the security restrictions and everything. It oh, was, I bet. I was very happy. I, I hate to say it, but I was very happy. I was ready to get home. So, in fact, when it was done, we were on a charter flight. The doors of the jet closed. I mean, you've got hundreds of journalists who are just there to be expressly bussed out um, and sent home. That's mm-hmm. And everyone everyone applauded because it was very, very tough. Very tough to be there. Oh, so, man. I would have liked to have traveled and to have seen Moscow and to have seen St. Petersburg and some other places. But that wasn't going to happen. Well, right. that's kind of uh, we're friends. I don't know if you know Steve Kastenbaum. He works for CNN. He's yeah. a CNN correspondent. And he also covered the Olympics. And he was doing the same thing. He's like, you're stuck in a media room the yes. entire time. And all you do, you're in this room. You're on a shuttle. And then you're off the And you're not and allowed to leave the, the Olympic Park. Yeah. And you can't do anything. So I have like no idea what there. Russia looks like. Yeah. I, have, I really don't have so a clue. You're just stuck with that, whatever they want to show you. When they say culturally, when you read that if you walk around um, sort of uh, smiling in Russia, culturally, in a lot of cases, you are perceived as stupid. Um, oh, I, that's true because I smile all the time. And like literally, I was like, no one smiles here. And then I went, oh, you dumbass. Like you got to look it up. And you could see very clearly that they're like, what's wrong with the girl? Is she drunk? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So you could just imagine. And someone like me was like, hi, how's it going? Hey, you, like, can we talk? And they're just like, who is this crazy girl? Wow. Of course, that just makes sense. That seems like a Russian thing. Like, if you smile, if you're friendly, and it's that way in other countries too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, I felt, I checked myself pretty quick. Then I was like, got it. Okay. (laughs) Frown, frown, frown. Yeah. (laughs) So not me. So yeah, yeah. The Olympics were good, but it's time for someone else. Yeah. 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 Well, it no, seems like you've saying, had a good run. Not saying I won't be there. I mean, there's always the something I could do freelance-wise. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I've got some ideas. We'll see if it works out. Which would probably um, be a little more enjoyable, I would imagine, if you could do well, it on your own terms. Right. And I know yeah. I can do the work. Like, there's yeah. no amount of hours or days. I, you, know, you work there, you know, almost 20 straight days, um, mm-hmm. you know, with either no days off or one day off. And I'm washing laundry in the sink because I can't get off in time to get back to the one laundromat that we're, you know, allowed to use or the coin laundry. There's no time for coin laundry. Yeah. So I'm, you know, washing stuff in the sink, just trying to manage it and make it work. And but there, there's, if I could do something that was, you know, a little either sh- shorter duration, uh-huh. shorter than 25 days or something, I'd, yeah, I'd be all for that. That seems like a big chunk of time. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine so. Yeah. Yeah, China was my favorite, by the way. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. It, it's a country that I would never... I mean, if you had to pick a vacation destination, most people aren't going to pick Beijing. A, yeah. it's pollution. B, the human rights issues. There's a bazillion reasons why China's probably not tops on your list of places you want to go. Um, so for me to be able to go there and then to have the luxury to spend time after. Yeah. Uh, that was before, you know, when you could pay on your own dime and spend two weeks there. And that's what I did. So I traveled. And Just I had stayed there to... and, yeah, got to see mm-hmm. all that stuff. Kind yep. of like so Great Wall and all that. Or... All that kind of yeah. stuff that we didn't get to see because we were working. And so that was pretty special. And it's a, a check for me because any other place I might go, even though I may not. But like, you know, Athens, I was like, okay, you know, Rio, okay, I might go back. Mm-hmm. So that's easy. But China, probably not yeah. Probably not going back in my lifetime. Yeah. So you're there. Wow. Go see it when you can. Yep. That's yep. awesome. What neat things you've been able to do. Yeah, that's and that's yeah. the benefit of and it. And you're so, still doing. Right. That's yeah. when so when the mad cat lady is like, You're <laughs> you're a fat ugly pig. And when she sends me that kind of stuff, oh, that's always my favorite. It's either are you pregnant or oh, or it's that <laughs> Wow, really? <laughs> oh yeah. Greg almost just checked on yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and part of me wants to reply to them, I'm barren, but thanks for asking. Just to be like, why would you just ever just to like mess with them a little bit? Right. Yeah. Like, why would you ever offer yeah. that? I get it. I get why they're doing it. Um, but when that happens, I remind myself that I've got 
got to do that. You know, I've this. I got to fly with the Blue Angels. I love military aviation, which is oh, random. Wow. I, know, but I, like I grew up in a military of... family, and I've seen, grown up watching the Blue Angels at every military event that my dad would drag me to. Yes. Oh, and you flew in the plane. Yes. What? So that's and that's because of KGW. Wow. That's the blessing. So there's the upside to it. You just have to wade through a lot of house fires and child molesters and perverts and getting. <laughs> you do right for story yeah. coverage wise. Right. Yeah. It, that's so. There's a trade off to it. Real big highs, real big lows, and somewhere you just try to keep yourself in the middle. Yeah, and regardless of the the horrifically mean cat lady, like you still have all your memories and experiences. Bingo. And she's yeah. never and some ama- take those like away. I've lived a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Like I I've lived truly a full lifetime because of my professional career. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Man, that's fantastic. And you're still living it. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I mean. Yeah. Well, so how can people follow everything that you're doing now? Uh, well, you know what? So social media is, is my game. So, yeah. And I really, I, you know, I'm still active on Twitter, although just the way Twitter is sort of changing, I like it less and less. I, mean, uh, I, I agree. agree. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Twitter's, Twitter's where I got my start, and that's where um, there's still a lot of people. But the way I, the way I engage Twitter is so different. Mm-hmm. It used to be about conversation, mm-hmm. and now it's about push. So yeah. it's like, let me tell you, push, 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 or humor. Um, so I... I'm not there as much as as I was before. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy Instagram for its simplicity and because it's about impossible to get into a political argument. I on yeah. Instagram, Instagram is my favorite, right? It's mm-hmm. just difficult to have the a, a back and forth in a negative way. So because I, Facebook's even becoming a little too a little Facebook's too much. Hundred percent there. Yeah, uh, but but again, it's in what you post, and I I like Facebook, but Facebook is like sort of a catch all. So it's any any place there on social media. I like Snapchat. You know, it just depends, and I post different things in different places. Not to be like follow me. Everywhere, but you could no, do it. You because yeah. I really do try to make it so that it's not one post that I punt. You know, just push out, out to on, everything. I don't hoot sweet yeah. to everybody, right? So, yeah. Um, well, if somebody wanted to follow you on Facebook, what's the best one? Steph Strickland. Steph Strickland. Yep, Steph Strickland TV, and that's the one yep. with the blue check. And there's the uh, the reason is because the one that I use to manage that, the Stephanie mm-hmm. Strickland, is it's full. Yeah, it's mm. full. And if I can get you in there, I will. There's a queue of people, and I go through and I look at how many mutual friends do I have with this person. Yeah, right. You know, is it a fishing account or a catfish? You know, which is happening. Which there's oh, tons yeah. of those. Oh, it's yeah. so bad. Um, you know, so I do look at that, and I do try to prioritize people who are in this sort of mutual circle on that account. But it's it, the la- the problem is just the spelling of my last name. It's L E N, and I hope to see you there. That's yeah. truly how it goes. Awesome. And, Steph Strickland. And TV. Steph's also yeah. been talking about some projects that she's been working on. So uh, be sure to yeah watch her on social media, find yeah. out what she's been up to because what you were talking about before you came on the show that we were talking about was fascinating as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, we're doing stuff on uh, the preservation of historic homes, which sounds so boring, guys, but I promise you, give me 30 seconds to tell you about it and mm. I'll hook you. And that's the kind of stuff that I want to see make the light of day. And, yeah. and to KGW's credit, th- their blessing is they're like, okay, go out and do it and let's see what you can do. And so here's me trying to figure it out. I'm like, don't screw it up, don't screw it up, don't screw it up. <laughs> you so, won't, you won't. Oh, no, no. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Thanks. Well, Steph... Thank you so much for coming in. Oh, my pleasure. Out. This, this is awesome. I can't believe it. we've been chatting for like 40 minutes, and I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just went by. Yeah. I'll come down anytime. So if you ever have a hole, you give me a call. We'll come Absolutely. and chat. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Yeah. I can't believe that we haven't had you on before. So <laughs> this is definitely Well, well this is why we'll fix this now. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> almost fixed. Um, all right. Well, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. If you want to live subscribe, you can do that uh, at funemploymentradio.com slash Live and there's a subscription button right there, or the podcast live is for free. The live. live for the live, it all works out, and uh, or the podcast is free. So subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Definitely uh, do that, and then you get them right away. You can follow us on Twitter at Fun Imp Radio. I've been a little bit bad about posting on Twitter. I'll I kind of have to. Uh, so so <laughs> follow on there. We'll do better, but like us on Facebook. That's probably the easiest way. Yeah, uh, Fun Employment Radio right there on Facebook. Um, yeah, I think. Oh, tomorrow live at. 
No, it's Tuesday, isn't it? it I've is. already screwed up my it days. Already, it doesn't feel like Tuesday, though. I thought it, it was later like in the Tuesday. week as well. Yeah. I'm just, I'm helping you there. Yeah, no, you did. You did. You kind of bailed me out a little bit. <laughs> no. uh, all right. Well, I think that's about it. So thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Steph. Thank you. Yay. Thank you. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, Listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.